it's your girl Gooch, and I'm back with another banger. I feel like I'm whispering. <clears throat> My throat is a little messed up, or whatever. But hey, y'all, how many how many pounds did y'all gain since Thanksgiving? Because baby, <laughs> I'm 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 calling myself being on like a little diet or. Not necessarily a diet, but just trying to eat, like, healthier. And my hair hurt. My hair hurt trying to figure out, like, different alternatives. And um, it hurt because I, I'm i not eating a whole bunch of junk food like I want to eat all day. And I'm over it already. So, yeah. I hope everybody ate good. I ate real good. <sighs> I wish I was eating it right now, but, you know, <laughs> you got to be responsible. You got to grow up and you got to be like, I got to make some changes. So <sighs> that's what I'm doing, guys. So, yeah, I hope you guys are like being kind to yourself as usual. You know, I'm an advocate for that. Like I say, I hope everybody is protecting their mental health. You know, I know around the holidays, sometimes it's a little harder, like when you've lost, you know, some loved ones and stuff, and just, don't, ain't nothing really the same like it used to be when we was kids, so I can understand, you know, how when it comes to these times, you could be, you could be a little bit down or whatever, plus, if you live somewhere where it's cold as hell, that's depressing within itself, like, oh my God, so yeah, <laughs> bundle up. Because it's getting cold. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I always want to dive into a few topics or whatever. And, uh. <laughs> okay, first off. Let me not, let's not, let's not skip over the um the song in the intro. Let's not skip over that. I don't know what it is. I, th- I'm, I know I've heard this song before, like, in the past or whatever. But, you know, the internet, they just go crazy with everything. But I like this song. Like, every time I hear it, I just be like, okay, it's a little vibe or whatever. But I have not watched BMF. (laughs) I don't know what part of the show, what episode they played this song in. I don't know what's going on. I just know I like this damn song. But I'm lost when it comes to the show. Like, I don't don't have a clue. I think I I watched a little bit of it when I was getting my nails done. But um, I couldn't really hear what was going on, of course, because, you know, the drills and all that stuff. But I don't know. I just feel like it it potentially could be, like, another um, power or something like that. Like, how many shows do we need like that? But everybody's saying it's, it's real good and all that. So, I, I mean, I probably will watch it once the season is over or something because everybody done told everything that's been happening. And since I don't watch it, I mean, it don't really bother me. And by the time I do watch it, I'm going to forget everything everybody was talking about. But I know they keep on talking about Terry or somebody. He out here with somebody money. I don't know, but I like the song. <laughs> it's a good song. And a little fun fact, they are from the UK. So a lot of people from the UK, they be having some hits. And you only, you only they don't sing like they're from the UK, like which is I. So like um, LMA or... Who else is from the UK? I can't think of nobody else right now. But they be having 
they don't be they don't sound like they don't sing like they from the UK. You know, you only hear the accent when they talk. So yeah. So okay, shout out to the UK. Y'all doing y'all thing. It's a lot of talent out there or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, if my if I sound a little if I sound a little heavier in in my voice, it's cause my throat. I don't know what's going on. I didn't concocted me some type of little um I don't know, a little remedy or whatever, some turmeric and um ginger and stuff and I it to me I, I mean a little honey, I add a little sweetness to it or whatever, but it tastes like um noodle water, like Raymond noodle water. <laughs> but it's been helping a little bit, so I guess. Ugh. I am just I'm just over everything. <laughs> but yeah. I also wanted to speak on, oh my goodness, okay, so if y'all hear this like loud crazy noise, which I just thought I didn't forget all about, I'm gonna just cut it off, did I forget all about, it's the dang on furnace, I don't know what's going on with it, it needs, it needs to be serviced, but I'm, I'm just cut it off, because that's annoying, <laughs> but um, yeah, thanks a lot. Make me lose my train of thought. <laughs> okay. Now, what I don't want to keep doing, even though it's inevitable, like, in life, you're going to experience death. We all know that. Like, no matter how normal it is, it still is doesn't feel normal at the end of the day. It's, like, one of the hardest things to um to come to grips with in life is death. So... I don't want to be on here feeling like I'm an obituary every week. But somebody is always dying. And the shit is, it's, it's just life at the end of the day. It's, it's aggravating. It's frustrating. It's sad. But at the end of the day, it's life or whatever. So, of course, the last podcast I was talking about dog. Um. So, this week, Virgil. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, but Virgil a blah or blow. I don't know. Um, my thing is like, I knew of him. I heard like of him and like songs like from Drake and stuff. And I did, I have seen him, but I didn't really like tap into like, you know, what he had going on or whatever. So now I'm starting to see like, um, all the work and stuff he did. Like he had design shirts and stuff for Chief Keith and them. He did a lot of the artwork for like um Kanye and um I think it was Big Sean. It's a few people, few celebrities, few um artists or whatever that he designed their um their artwork for their albums or mixtapes or whatever they had came out, the body of work they came out with. And I'm just like, okay, now I'm starting to see, you know. Okay. But it it, it usually take for something like this to happen for people to notice, you know, people and to know their body of work, their craft and all that type of stuff. Um, so yeah, so he's very talented or whatever. Um, the founder of Off-White, if you're familiar with whatever the case may be, very, very high priced. <laughs> if he came, if some, if Jordan did a collab with Off-White, you knew they was going to hike that price up about Five, six times. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, 
the thing is, like, may he rest in peace. But the thing is, you know, it's always some type of... <sighs> it's always some type of conspiracy that comes with a lot of these deaths and stuff. A lot of these celebrity deaths. And it's really... It's really mind-boggling because you want to feel sorry. You want to, you know, you want to feel like um, saddened for the people's family, whoever, you know, experienced this loss and all that type of, you know, you want to feel that. Like, you want to, like, it's just normal to be like, you know, oh, you know, I send my condolences or have some type of, but when it's always some type of conspiracy thrown in there, it's like, you don't even know what to believe. So that's number one. I'm, I'm going to circle back around. To these conspiracies or whatever, because I got a headache. <laughs> but um, a lot of people were saying, like, when the media came out with it and stuff, they were like, oh, he was battling. He decided to battle with his this cancer um, privately. And why? Why? Why do it matter? He battled cancer, so they say he died from cancer. Leave it at that. Why is it such an issue that they have to make that? priority top of the top of the list like he he battled with it privately as he should have if that was the case because as we all know from previous situations when people come out with with their illnesses and all this type of stuff society don't give a damn like they don't care like okay like we find we find any little wiggle room to make a joke about something like, I don't know what it is. I know in the black community, this is how we cope with stuff. Like, we joke, we laugh, and that's like our therapy, for real. That's how we've been getting by for so many years is laughter. Like, that's what we do. But a lot of times, we make a joke. We make jokes out of serious situations, and it's really not a laughing matter. And if I'm dealing with something to that magnitude, and I'm a celebrity, I'm in a limelight, y'all ain't doing shit. Like, it ain't none of y'all business, because you're going to have... A portion of people that's um, sympathetic and is like, you know, going to feel, you know, a certain type of sympathy towards you and seeing, you know, positive energy or whatever the case may be. Then you're going to have another set of people who just really don't give a damn. And then another set of people who is going to joke about it, is going to do, you know, whatever they feel with it, make the memes or whatever the case may be. Which I want to know who is these people that be coming out with these memes. Because baby, y'all so talented and y'all be Johnny on the spot. It don't take y'all no time to come up with some memes. Like, y'all be right away, like, with the, on the shit, with the shits. <laughs> so, y'all, y'all, y'all funny for that. But, um, yeah, like, why does the media want to make it seem like they, to me, I feel like they felt like they was left out. Like, oh, he did it privately. Like, was he supposed to come to TMZ and tell them personally, like, yeah, share my story. I have cancer. Like, it's none of y'all fucking business. Just because these people are celebrities and they share a certain level of stuff with us don't mean they they are obligated to share everything with us. It's none of your business. So he could have just simply died and, and not told nobody nothing. And we wouldn't have known where he was at. He would have just not been around no more. And in the celebrity world, it's possible. To me, I feel like they, they, they Houdini, they could do whatever they want to do. And we we just got to be okay with whatever you know happens or whatever. So back to the conspiracy stuff, like, they basically saying, I can't even think of her name. 
let me see if I can find her name or whatever. The the Epstein stuff or whatever. They basically saying since she went to trial, uh, what's her name? Just Lane Maxwell. They talking about basically him and a whole list of other people were going were up a, going to trial too or whatever. And they basically saying like he faked his death or something. I don't know. This is allegedly. Don't quote me. I don't know. You know, every, y'all know whatever is floating around on the internet. Y'all see it. And they just like, right before he was supposed to go to trial or something. So, I don't know. It's fucked up that you can't, you can't have a certain level of um, empathy for certain situations. Because you don't even know if the shit is true. Like, when, when did we get to, when did we get here? When did we land here? To... <laughs> To the point where we don't know what's real or what's fake. I, like, I'm over it. That is one of the most mind-boggling things for me to date. Is that you can't determine what's real or what's fake when it comes to everything. People, places, things, food. We don't know what the fuck is real. And it's, it's that's a problem. Like, how did we end up here? This this is it's, it's weird to me that we live in... in a time where everything is fucking fake. Like, you don't know if somebody is cloned. We don't know if these uh, things they coming out with is real. Like, what is the fucking deal? Like, why are we here? Why are we here? How do we land here with this dumb shit? Like, this is so weird to me. And honestly, this shit had to be... This, bit, this has been going on. For years upon years upon years. But now everybody's starting to be woke. Everybody's waking up. Everybody's starting to, to shine a certain light on situations. And it's always been this way. But when you get blinders on. Or when somebody personally placed blinders on you. You have no other way of thinking. You have no other way to perceive things. You have no other way to intake knowledge. Because you're designed to only learn this certain type of way. And whichever way that they push things to you then that's the way we will learn it <laughs> and I, i'm gonna tell you right now i got a headache I got, i'm gonna just tell you right now i got a headache everything is causing me to have a headache because this is too fucking much like what's going on is the man dead or alive is tupac dead like what are we doing because <laughs> this is too much and it's not even a laughing matter but it's laughable because what the hell what's going on like, you just don't know what to believe. And that's, that right there is, is crazy to me. Like, you just don't know. And please, okay? So, some more information that I that I learned via Twitter. Because Twitter is my news. <laughs> I'm proud. But, no, I mean, a lot of stuff hit Twitter first. Twitter is like the mecca of all social media, like everything go to Twitter first and then it starts branching off to each other social media site. That's just how it works. But basically they were saying that since she has started her trial, the CEO of Twitter has resigned, the CEO of Walmart has resigned, and the CEO of CNBC has resigned. What the hell? Dude, this lady got on these people. Like, what are y'all fucking CEOs? What are y'all doing? Ah, you know what? The thing about me though, cause I'ma question some shit, but I ain't gonna question it too far. I'ma keep some shit to myself, however I may feel. <laughs> but I'm on my business. 
But they putting the, they putting the business out here for everybody to know. I'm just trying to figure out like what 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 y'all do. Cause if I'm a CEO of anything, I want to keep on CEOing. What 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 y'all do? Hmm, I don't know. Everything is just real fishy around around the U.S. and the whole damn world for real. But I'm gonna mind my business. That's what I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm going to try to loan and mind my business because y'all fucked up. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Right now, I'm just going to talk on a few, you know, a few little current events and stuff because I, I'm just, you know, a lot of things baffle me sometimes. And I, I don't know how I'm still being managing to be, to be baffled, but I am. <laughs> Jesse Smollett. Now, if, you, if anybody remember him, because, you know, when shit go down... The internet give you, they bash you for a while. For not even a whole full week. You probably get a good three days where you're irrelevant and they really give a damn about what's going on. Then if you go to trial or whatever, then it'd come back up. You know, those, all that type of stuff. But the internet, they move so quick with everything. Like, your ass can rob 12 banks and you're going to be talked about for a good three days. And after that, they ain't going to really care no more. They might bring you up later on, but... Somebody, they don't give a damn. They forget. They forget all about you. It's so much stuff being pushed in your face via social media. It's hard to keep up. Like, what's the next popping thing? Like, don't don't nothing ever last. But Jesse Smollett, if y'all, if nobody knows who he is, he um he played on Empire, the show Empire or whatever with Taraji and Terrence Howard. So he was um he was he. Yeah, I think I'm like what? I, nah, I don't even fucking remember myself. But I think he was gay on the show or whatever, and I guess it was coming to the point where he felt like he wasn't um, making enough money or he wasn't popping like he felt like he should have been. So he faked a um, what it an attack like a racial attack or whatever, where somebody had like a noose, and I I don't even remember. Remember because it was so stupid. Like he, they went to Subway or something at like two in the morning. It was retarded to me. It just was nonsense. For from what, from what I saw, I was just like, huh. And it was just like, dang, somebody did that to him, whatever. But to find out that you hire people, you came up with this on your own, like that's like what? You could have did something way better. You could have, you could have got shot. Or something like you should have had some real stuff going on, so it could have been way more believable or something. Because, huh? So yeah, basically they found out that <laughs> he he faked everything. You you big dummy. You I don't know. If I'm gonna fake something, it ain't gonna be no dumb shit like that. Like I don't know what it would be, but it wouldn't be that. So he faked that or whatever. So he they found out that he faked it or whatever. So. They have they want to press criminal charges against him. So this happened well over a year ago. It could have been longer than that. I don't even remember at this point because it's been so damn long. Because after three days, we don't care no more. So now they come back around. They talking about something they about to go through. They about to start a trial. Like, hello? If y'all don't let that man go, I'm sure he's embarrassed enough. He'd have been through enough scrutiny. We don't, y'all don't even need to do shit to him. Because, like, he probably never going to work another day in Hollywood. Like, just let him go and just 
feel stupid on his own. I don't like he did the shit to himself. But I guess they saying because of the investigation, like it cost money to investigate. They could have been doing spending that money elsewhere. They could have had, um, you know, they could have been doing something else, and they wasted time and money and efforts trying to solve this case where this fucking bozo and did everything himself. Like, huh? So, yeah. I don't think he deserved, like, no serious jail time because it's like nobody was harmed, not even him. Like, it was just, it was just dumb. You know what I'm saying? So, he should get some type of, some type of um, repercussions, but I don't think it should be jail time or nothing like that because it's not like he physically hurt nobody or nothing like that. Like, it was all directed towards his dumb ass. When you talk about a system that rapists can get out and live right next door to you or live and you have children or live a certain radius amount from a from a damn school or a playground and they get to come out of being society and you worried about jail time for this man who did this shit to his dumb ass stuff like come on let's let's please y'all wasting more money here we go again wasting money wasting time wasting energy wasting the manpower where y'all could simply just like settle that like here, dumbass. Here's a slap on the wrist for you being such a dumbass. But that's a whole nother story because I can keep on, I can go on and on and on. But for what? I'm just mind my business. <laughs> but you were dumb, um, Jesse. You were, you were real. You're a grade A dummy for that because you got caught, first of all. So, yeah. You should have had it. some other shit going on. <laughs> so, yeah. Did y'all... um? Did anybody watch the Soul Train Awards? Um, so I did and I didn't. Okay, if y'all know what I mean. Um, I don't think I watched it in, in a couple of years until just recently. I was very happy that Maxwell got his flowers or whatever. Like Maxwell is the shit. Like, how can like how can you not like Maxwell? I just want to know who took them braids out that quick though, cause he came, he came, he came on with some braids, and they seem know he had afro. But my issue is because, of course, I got an issue. <laughs> um, Ashanti, love Ashanti, love her. Just saw her at the Millennium tour. Love Ashanti, like Ashanti, definitely had us on lock in the two thousands. Like, come on now, Ashanti did shit. Like you can't. You can't deny that. Yes, give her her flowers. But on this platform, at this time, I feel like it could somebody else was way more deserving of it. Like more of a veteran, more of a vet could have got something. I I don't feel like it was her time. <laughs> I don't know. Who am I to set time time limits and shit like that? But I feel like it could have been somebody else's time. Ashanti, no, not so much. Not yet. She needed a couple of more years. <laughs> but yeah, so... I mean, I don't know. If, congratulations to her or whatever, but that's just my opinion. I feel like somebody else could have got it. <laughs> but I, once again, I'm about my business. Because I don't know how people do shit. You know how people... Do, you know what they be doing. Whatever they be doing. <laughs> I am a nutcase. <clears throat> Let me see. Have I been um what what is the name of it? 
Did I say something? I don't, I don't even know if I had brought that up. Or have I have I watched it? Um, King Richard. Really good. If I'm being repetitive, don't mind me. I'm um I'm not eating right these days. I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm not eating right. <laughs> but no, it was really good. Will Smith did a really good job. He did a really good job. But I mean, what do you expect? I don't even know what I was thinking. Like, what did I expect? He did really good. But um, my thing is, I really didn't know. You know, you don't really be knowing people's story unless they tell you their story. But I didn't know that they had that the um. Venus and the Williams sisters, because I'm a little off. I didn't know that they had other siblings. And I didn't know that he came in and, you know, married their mom and took care of everybody. Like, I thought, I don't know, I didn't even know they had nobody else. Shit. <laughs> but the movie was, it was really good. Like, their story, because this is their real life or whatever. It was really good. Like, I really enjoyed it or whatever. And, um... Not only did I enjoy it because it just, you know, I love transparency. When people open up and tell you about their life, like you get an, uh, you get a different feel for people. You can be, they become more relatable. But what I really loved is that their story and their journey, you know, to how they became like amazing tennis players. Because I also played tennis. Me and my sister, we played tennis. Only sport I ever played. And I loved the shit out of it. And they used to call me and my sister, <laughs> Venus and Serena. We used to wear the bees and everything when we played tennis. And um, this is when we lived in Jamaica, though. And it was just, it was so dope. Like, I want to teach my kids and stuff now even more from watching that or whatever. But it was just like, I think I felt more invested because I can relate. Like, I, I know the sport and everything. And it was just like, they just so raw. They so dope. And... Just how they came in so young, just busting heads and just, like, beating all the eyes. And their father just instilling certain stuff into them and letting them know, like, this is my plan. This is how it's going to go. And it went that that exact way. Like, it was just so dope. And he ain't take no shit. And, you know, <laughs> them, the, them white people had to really, like, bow down and just, like, you know what? Like, he, these his daughters, he know you know, what's the right route for them or whatever. So they just had to, like, follow his lead. And I liked it that they didn't, like, give up because of how, like, strong-minded that he was and how pushy he was because, like, they made it to where they at. So it's dope. Really fucking dope. I love the movie. If y'all haven't watched it, go watch it. And no, I haven't been to the movie theater. <laughs> HBO Max. What? Speaking of movies, movie theaters. What is what is the what is the concept behind it? I need to look it up. Like, what is the reason why it's so cold in the movie theaters? Like, it's even cold in the movie theaters in the wintertime. Why is it so cold? And then why y'all make it so we're like, we gotta have these big ass comfy seats and they recline and all this all extra stuff. Listen, I go to sleep in a movie theater. I don't care. What kind of seat I got? I could be sitting straight up. Like, now y'all made it even worse. Now I feel like I'm in my bed. I hate the movies. It's overpriced. It's too damn loud. It's too cold. And I'm never bringing my cover to the movie theater so I can go home with bed bugs. So I'm... (laughs) 
like I'm going to always be cold. And I shouldn't have to wear a fucking uh, first down coat and some damn moccasin boots all the way up to my knees so I can enjoy a movie and I can just do that shit at home under my covers. Like, I hate the movies. I hate it. <laughs> like, I eat all the good popcorn, all the popcorn, the buttery, hot popcorn. I eat that little top layer during the fucking, what you call this? The previews. And then I'll be up for the whole previews and then when the movie started, I'll get the yarn and the shit. It's still, it's dumb. <laughs> like, it's dumb. My kids hate the movie. Like, it, I don't know what y'all enjoy about the movies. Like, it's not fun to me at all. I hate the movies. <laughs> like, whenever I went, like, me and whoever I went to, we, they, we all was asleep. Everybody was asleep. I don't get it. Like, I think the last movie I stayed up for in a the movie theater was like, um, Think Like a Man or something. With Taraji. Taraji all through this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what's up Taraji girl but yeah like that's probably like the last movie I stayed up for like it's been so many times when my kids go to the movies we had went to a birthday party one of my um daughters her classmate had a birthday party at the movies so in the beginning you know everybody eat and stuff in the little playroom game room and all that type of stuff then y'all go everybody go watch the movie honey we was getting we was leaving before everything <laughs> It, we weren't even halfway through the movie. I was like, y'all ready? <laughs> it was like, yeah. We was out. Like, the movies, the movie theater was not it. I don't know how they stay in business so long. I don't know how y'all like it. I don't know what's going on, but it's a melatonin in the movie theater. And I be overdosed. I be knocked out. Like, I do not like it. And I'm going to buy, I'm going to bring snacks in. First of all, I'm going to sneak my little snacks in or whatever. But I, I am going to get some popcorn. <laughs> Don't even play. Gotta make sure I get some popcorn. But I don't even care for it no more. After the damn uh, things is on. Not the damn thing. I'll be done. <laughs> like, what do y'all like about the movie theater? Like, I would love to know. Somebody tell me. Because it's, it's no fun to me. And I can go to sleep at home. I don't want to wake up and be, um, and everybody gone and license shit on the movie theater. I'll be so mad. <laughs> First of all, I'd be scared, but I'd be so mad, like, for real? Ain't nobody wake me up or nothing? Like, somebody could rob me or whatever, like, th- something is wrong with being, <laughs> being that comfortable in public. Like, anything can happen to you. You can get raped or anything. Like, how do you just go to the movie theater and go and fall asleep in the dark around strangers? That's stupid. Like, I'm never going to the movie theater. <laughs> no, I'm really never going, because I just thought about that. Like, dang, I'd have been comfortable enough. To go to sleep in public around all these uh, these people that I don't know. That's so crazy. <sighs> wow. A life-changing moment. <laughs> but yeah, so. Really good movie. Really, really, really good movie. Um, I want to see. I think it's called Bruise. I'm not sure. Because. What am I? I think I'm just. I don't know what kind of. Oh, I'm just old and young at the same damn time. But I don't know. The Holly Berry movie when she boxing or whatever. I've been meaning to watch that for a minute. But, um, yeah, I'll give y'all a little... Uh, whenever I watch it, I'll let y'all know if it was worth worth watching or not. I have been watching Insecure. You know, it's the last season. Issa, I don't know what you was thinking. Because, first of all, your episodes are not long enough. 
I'm sure I've said it before, they're not long enough. And then, <laughs> the least you can do, the least you could have did since it's the last season, gave us a little more fluff. We need a little bit, we need like 10, 15 more minutes. Like extend the season because it's, it's about to be the end. You know something, but she just, she funny as hell to me. Like I hope she come out with something else. Like, I love to see her. I love seeing her and Molly or Yvonne Orgy. I love them. They funny as hell. So, yeah, if y'all don't watch Insecure, watch it, catch up, you know, or whatever. It's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to get a little, a little deep or whatever. <laughs> How, um... How do you guys deal with change? Because it's one of the hardest things to deal with. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. But me, to, for me, I'm really adaptable. Like, this is the Gemini, Gemini-minded podcast, of course. You know, we don't talk about that enough. <laughs> if, we don't, if we don't know the this is a Gemini speaking here, then, you know, I don't know what we're doing. But no, like Geminis are really adaptable. I haven't really met many Geminis that's not adaptable. Like we, we are pretty, we like, we good with change. Like we love change, actually. <laughs> like if something is not changing, that's a problem for us. Like what? Yeah, I'm bored. Like, you know, we get bored easily. So we want change. We invite change. We expect things to change. So that, you know, I don't know. That's just in my nature. I'm okay with that. Like, I've always been okay with that. Like, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't make me uncomfortable or nothing like that. But, um, like, a change, a shift has happened, like, recently within my family or whatever. And it's like, a lot of people can't deal with that. Like, my kids, they like, oh, my goodness, like, especially if you dig deeper into something and then you think of every little thing that this change has caused, of course it's going to make you be like, oh my God, like, I don't like that. I don't do that. Like, I just be like, okay, this is what happened on the surface. And I'm just like, okay, I'm cool with that. I'm just going to move accordingly. But a lot of people can't accept change. They like, oh, excuse me. They resist it. And it's like, if you're constantly pushing against something, it's going to it doesn't matter. It's still going to be changing, but you're making it harder because you're not accepting of it. Like a lot of people, you know, they can't deal with moving, changing jobs, um, inviting new people in, just different situations where it's going to cause a shift and it's going to make things change. Like a lot of people can't take that. Like a lot of people do not like, oh, like in friend groups, they don't like inviting new people in. Like, no, everything, we've been cool the way this that we have been. Like, why are we bringing new people in? Like, I don't like that. You know, just having a certain attitude towards situations just because it's not the same. Or it's not the way that you're used to. Like, learn to accept change. It's not always easy, people. Because, like, my, my biggest thing with change is, like, death. Like, that's not easy to deal with because it's permanent. It's forever. So it's like, what the hell? Like, how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to wrap my mind, my mind around something like this, this big and this, of this magnitude? Like, how, how do I accept that? And, um, 
it's hard. Like that's something that you all that you have to continuously um teach yourself to be okay with. Because there's really nothing you can do about it. But um I don't know. Like know that life is gonna be life is ever changing. Life is continuously moving forward. Like you may take a few step step back. I can't even talk. <laughs> you may take a few steps back in your life or on your journey or whatever, but regardless of what you have going on, regardless of which what the next person have going on, know that life is continuously moving forward. Like days the days continuously go. So it turns into a new day, it turns into a new year. That never stops. So regardless of the fact life is continuously changing, whether you're stuck in your ways, whether you're making any movement or any progress, life is continuously going. So eventually you're going to have to get on board or you're going to be left behind. That's just, that's just how the cycle of life is. So thank God that I am a person that's okay with, with, a, uh, with change and I'm, I can adapt easily because, oh, I'll be fucked up because a lot of people can't deal with that and it, it stresses you out. It causes a, a, a big mental, a big mental um, strain on you because you're just like, no, what is going on? Like, I don't have control over this. Like, I want, you know, why is this doing this and why? Because that's a part of life. It's ever changing. It's ever evolving. It's it's going to continue to go. Regardless if you on this train or not. If you on a train or not, it's going to keep going. So we can either see, wave bye-bye to you and see you in the distance. Or are you going to be right here chugging along? But if you're not okay with change... Eventually, you're going to have to be okay with it because <clears throat> nothing is going to stop changing. That's just life. And there's nothing you can really do about it, but get with it or get lost or get left. <clears throat> so venture off. Try new things. Something that makes you uncomfortable, like that makes you fearful. Like try something new. Experience the change invite change like okay because it can do it can it can change you for the better it can bring you so much different things if you step outside of your regular box if you step outside of your your norm change can be good so be okay with accepting change because it's going to happen regardless it's going to (laughs) happen it's life so yeah like don't don't push it away. Don't try to force things to to be a certain type of way because either way it go the the cycle continues. So yeah. Change change can be really good. It it really can be. <clears throat> certain changes they be like, "Okay, now this ain't going to work or whatever, but <clears throat> eventually, you know, you just gotta, you gotta invite it in. That's just how we go. <laughs> um, self-sabotage. We all do it. We all do it at some point. I think we all self-sabotage. And it's like, it's basically like a fight or flight type of thing. When you're in a situation and you feel like 
it may not be going the way that you think or you might just be overthinking like we tend to do and you do things to self-sabotage to where like if you felt like this the person that you were with were going to try to break up with you or something like that so you would try to find a way like well I'm just I'm just do this I'm just start acting like this so he ain't gonna want to be with me anyway so you can feel like you're in control like you're the one that caused it so at the end of the day nobody can't have nothing over you or this person they wasn't the one that was doing the dismissing you was doing it because you already seen that it was coming so hey look I'm gonna just do I'm just gonna start acting this type of way anyway he ain't gonna like me no more anyway and it's like you self-sabotaging because you don't even know nothing has even happened or nothing has even transpired for you to to even feel like this person no longer wanted to be with you. This person no longer loved you or nothing like that. You don't know. You just assume because certain energy, certain things start happening. You feel like, mm, well, I'm going to just do this anyway. So we can just get this over with. Or like with a job. You had missed a couple of days or whatever. And you had got rolled up. And you you just feel like, hey, this is probably over. They probably don't want me to come. They probably don't want to have me no more anyway. They're probably going to try to fire me. So I'm going to self-sabotage. I'm going to start coming in late on purpose. I'm going to start doing no call, no shows, just so you can get fired, so you can feel like you were in control of it. The ball was in your court. Well, you don't even know. These people, yeah, they wrote you up because this is a protocol or whatever, but they probably like, we value her as a worker. We want to see her continue to come. We want to see her grow and move move up in, within the company. We just got to put the fire up under her ass a little bit, just so she can know, or just so he can know, like, hey, you have to follow the rules. You have to think, do things a certain type of way, but we value you. Like, you never know. These people could have been could have wanted to promote you. They just wanted to give you a little bit more time and just, you know, make you feel a little bit of the heat. <clears throat> you never know the outcome or the the progress or the the process in certain things if you always self-sabotage because in your mind, you feel like it was going to go this way anyway. In your heart, you feel like it wasn't no hope anyway. Stop self-sabotaging. Because you only hurting yourself in the end. You hurting situations and um, relationships and partnerships and stuff because you're in your mind all the time. So you feel like, I'm just going to throw the towel in. I'm just going to crash out because... I feel like it could possibly be like this where you really just you just all in your head. You are creating scenarios and you're creating scenes and issues that is not even an issue. Like, come on. A lot of us self-sabotage because we're fearful that somebody is going to abandon us or they're going to drop us, fire us, whatever the case may be, whatever your situation may be. A lot of us are fearful that that might be the the outcome. So it's like, I might as well. If you continuously live in your life being a self-sabotager, you're never going to make it very far. Because you don't even know, like, you probably was right, right around the corner from where you were supposed to be. But because you pulled out at this time, you never, you you would never know that. And if you constantly do that, you're never going to know that. You're never going to get there. You're never going to make it to the finish line because you always feeling like, in your mind, this is how that person feels. In your mind, 
this is what they were going to do. No. That may not always be the case. And sometimes you may be right. It might have been on its way to shit. It might have been on its way, like, you know, to failing. But sometimes you have to allow life to play out. And sometimes you have to learn those lessons or go through those situations to get to the next level in life. You can't always self-sabotage. Because who is it beneficial to? What do you feel like you need to be a psychic? Like, oh, I know this is going to happen. This is going, this is what's, what they're thinking. Like, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys, stop doing that. <laughs> I want that. But, yeah, like, I don't know. A lot of us, we, we waste our time. You know, running. Running from situations. Because we don't, we're scared that the outcome might make us feel a certain type of way. You got to stop. If if you're self-sabotager, you have to stop. You got to do better. Okay? Please. Let me tell y'all right (laughs) Cause I, you know what, ain't nothing, ain't nothing never too serious for me because I'm a nut. <laughs> but let me tell y'all how hard it is right now for me to maintain my self control. Because, okay, I've always been a person who who weighed about. I could never really get over like a hundred and. Like 108 pounds. Even after I had kids, like I still, I still never weighed that much or whatever. Like I never looked like a, a bony, you know, um, what do you call it, malnourished person or nothing like that. Like I always carry my weight well, but it's never, it's never really been a lot. People always thought I weighed more than what I weighed. I don't know if it's because of my height or what. <laughs> so I've always been able to eat. Whatever I want, whenever the hell I want, and all I will feel, <laughs> my stomach would just feel tight, like, and it would look tight, just like a six pack or something, or like a little four pack. I ain't gonna even push it, it ain't eight pack enough. But my stomach has always been flat. I've always had a flat stomach, even after I even after I had kids, the stomach is flat. So I don't I don't gain weight for real. So I I. Just imagine that, like, because I know a lot of people struggle with their weight so much, and they always have to constantly watch calories, watch what they eat, um, how much they eat, and all this type of stuff. I never had to worry about intake. I never had to worry about um, sugars or grams or whatever the case may be. I never, I never had to worry about that. Do y'all not understand how hard it is for me to sit here? I'm sitting at the table and eat some sour patches, <laughs> sour patch straws right here. And some Lay's, some plain Lay's chips. And they've been here for about three days. <clears throat> and I want to eat them very bad. <laughs> and I just keep looking at them. And that is, that's some greedy shit. And if I was overweight, I am a little overweight right now, actually. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> but if I was like overweight, overweight, 
that that's that's some real greedy shit right there. Like, are you serious? But I wonder who gonna eat it because I'm not gonna let my kids eat it because I feel like this is these are my snacks and I feel like I need to have them. So I need to figure out when can I reward myself and eat these snacks because I'm going to eat them because I can't keep on. And if I don't eat them, I'm gonna still want them another day. Like I'm gonna need to go get me some more. And it's sad. But I really have been able to eat all these years of my life. Decades. I've been able to eat whatever I want to eat all the time. And now, like when you get older, like they say, your metabolism and all that type of stuff, speed up, slow down. I have other factors in place or whatever, but we ain't going to get into all that. But baby, I got a little good. And I don't like that. But I want to eat these chips and shit. And I don't, I'm mad. Whew. That, that's how you know you're pretty. How you mad because you can't eat some junk. But I just had to share that with y'all because. <laughs> and these chips and shit is just staring at me. And they're like, you been eating this? Like, what, what's up? What you doing now? And I, I can't deal with it. I see how hard it is for people because they be like, it's a real struggle. Like, food is my thing. Like, I like to eat. I ain't going to hold you. Mm, mm, mm. Dang. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, I need a cheat day. My cheat day would be so crazy. I'll be eating all kind of shit. Like, it don't even make no sense. Just sad. <laughs> I'm so proud, but yeah. That's that's me self-sabotaging right there. That's a perfect example because I would just, I just eat them up like, well, I could just work out. Like, no, that's stupid. Because then you, you know, you can work out less if you quit eating the bullshit. You know, you will be, you will get to your goal faster if you quit self-sabotaging just feeling like, oh, I could just do something about it later. Mm-mm-mm. See y'all? It's hard. It's hard out here. <laughs> it is hard. But yeah, enough, enough. Enough of me today. Enough of my ranting. All right, guys. I hope y'all are doing well. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm so proud. My therapist is back, y'all. She back. She is back. And, um, I'm happy. I do, I don't know if I said it before, but I do feel a little guilty coming to her with my problems or whatever. She got a new baby and all she want to do, I'm sure, I can see it in her, in her eyes. All she care about is going home to her baby. <laughs> like, girl, that's, that's it. That's all you talking about. That's, that's your only problem. Cause I got a new baby. <laughs> so yeah, that's funny. But yeah, so I'm I'm happy to have her back or whatever. I'm gonna try not to um, you know, stress her out so much with my shenanigans because I'm full of them. Okay. And speaking of babies, like I don't know what it is. I got it. Like I have it off and on. Like we mothers or females, we know. Like you just get baby fever every once in a while, and then people be having these look these these bomb babies. They be so cute, and they be doing all the cute little stuff. And then you be like, boom, I want one. I want another one. But it's like, I am, I have to, first of all, I got to get married. That's, that's number one. But 
my kids. I feel like they're ancient. And then I'm going to be starting all the way over again. Like, oh my God. But I do want, I do want, <laughs> I do want, I want like two more. Because I feel like if you have one, that one is going to be lonely. They need somebody to grow up with. Like, you need somebody to be sneaky with and tell your little secrets too and stuff like that. And, um, you need that. Like, I don't know. My grand- Like, my grandmother say, one child is child abuse, but... Is you going to take care of these kids? <laughs> but no, for real. Like, your kids, like, only children? How y'all doing out here? Because I know it's rough. I know it's rough. Because <laughs> y'all be struggling. Trying to figure, just trying to figure life out. Like, you need somebody to help you figure out the bullshit. Do some bad shit with. Like, y'all get in trouble together. Like, you need somebody. Who you talking to at night? Your tablet? Because that's all these kids get. <laughs> these phones and these tablets and stuff. But... Yeah, so I want, I want like two more. Yep, I sure do. I definitely, I would definitely need a son. Lord, if you hear me, I've seen what you did for others. <laughs> but yeah, y'all. I don't know. Just got a little, just got a little baby fever or whatever. And you know what? Since I'm, since I'm on this little, this little fire, it's just a fake diet, cause ah. I don't know how long it's going to last, but might as well, you know, have some old before I lose weight. Because, I mean, I ain't even about to keep on doing it. <laughs> this is hard. But, yeah, y'all, so take care of yourself. Love on yourself. Laugh. Loosen up. Enjoy, enjoy your life. Stop being so serious and so... Just, I don't even know about the book all the time. Spice it up a little bit. Invite some change into your life, okay? Cause life is lit. You gotta just, you gotta just make it litter. But life, life already come lit. It comes lit. But you gotta be, you gotta make it litter. You the one gotta go out and find all the litness that life has to offer, okay? <laughs> Cause it's lit out here. But, you know, a lot of people make it harder than what it is. So, love on yourself. Be good to yourself. Don't don't allow no fuck shit to go on. All right, y'all. I'm out. <laughs> I, I won't stop. <laughs>